Hey folks, it's Marvin Cash, the host of the Articulate Fly, and we're back with another episode of The Spin, sponsored by Norvice, and this time we're joined by Norvice Ambassador Britt Davenport. How you doing, Britt? I'm good. How are you? As always, I'm just trying to stay out of trouble, and uh, how did the fishing season treat you this year? Um, it was good. Our spring season was a little bit odd. Uh, runoff, we live in Idaho, uh, so we get a lot of spring runoff, and that was pretty normal. Um, then towards the end of spring, first part of summer, we got just water really quickly. And so a lot of our roads and mountainsides washed out, um, which two of our local rivers that we like to fish that are pretty close to home, um, it made it very difficult to get up to. You had to take about a four-hour detour through the mountains. Um, and one of them was shut for almost two months. Um, until they could get the road cleared. So made for kind of an interesting spring. Um, I fished Omerick Lake, which was a new new one for us up on the Colville Indian Reservation. And then uh, laid it down to the Henry's Fork. Uh, after a couple of year hiatus, we had been going down there once a year, and then COVID hit, and we kind of called it off for a minute or two. Um, so we made it back down there, and that was nice. That, that part of the country just kind of, takes a piece of your heart when you go down there. So that was good. Yeah, absolutely. I enjoy fishing in and around the park and uh, I feel your pain on the road closure thing. Cause I was out fishing in Wyoming and uh, I got to see the difference between the long way and the short way. And I like the short way a whole lot better. Right. Right. The short way is much nicer, especially for a day trip. But what was really scary is the one river we were supposed to go camping up there and take our camper up there that weekend and last minute, we decided to go somewhere else, and that was the weekend that the hillside came down. And so everybody that had been camping up there, people's cabins up there, um, it was it was a solid two, three months before they could get their stuff out. So we were very happy we chose to go somewhere else that weekend. Yeah, there you go. And, you know, as things are cooling off, that drives us to the vice. What are you tying up these days? So lately, I've been kind of hodgepodge. I'm tying some T-bone streamers to bring the shows this this show season. Uh, this year, Brian and I are doing the tie-a-thon, so I'm tying up 100 Shrek's Copper Johns. So from what I understand is people all over the country, maybe the world, tie up flies, send them in, and then they pick a few uh, like nonprofit organizations each year and distribute the flies to them. So, uh, that's really what I've been working on this week. Uh, custom rabbit jigs. We have an older those going up over here in a couple of days, hopefully. And then uh, back in March, I went down the rabbit hole of learning about classic and Atlantic salmon flies. And wow, that is a deep rabbit hole, and I have not surfaced yet. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was just getting ready <laughs> to say I would just be surprised. I'm surprised I'm talking to you if you fell into that one. Right. It, it is deep and there are many little tunnels going off of it. And so pretty much in between orders and refilling my boxes for the year, um, that's been really consuming most of my free time, whether it's at the bench or reading books. Um, there's some good videos out there about it now. So um, that that is something that I do not see ending anytime soon. Uh, very, very neat. And I know the, uh, the tip that you're going to share with us on video is about um, – techniques for tying with peacock curl and i was kind of curious you know do you prefer mm -hmm. to pull the hurl off the feather do you like it strong you know what makes for good peacock curl in your eyes 
So as far as peacock curl goes, first off, I mean, everybody that fishes, for the most part, should know it's it's super fishy material. Trout like it, steelhead like it. I'm sure other fish do. Those are just the two that I'm most familiar with. Um, But it's a a really fragile material. So when you're tying with it, um, especially when you're first starting out, it can be really frustrating because it's fragile and it breaks. So there is a couple of things to look for. Um, So you can get it two different ways. You can get strong peacock curls, which is just a little... uh, what the technical word is. Anyways, the little barbules off of the main feather, and they're all just strung together, sewn at the bottom. So that's probably the most common way to find it, or you can get actual peacock feathers. Now, with an actual peacock feather, the best hurl is generally going to be up towards the eye. So that's where I prefer to get my hurl from. But when I'm doing bodies, things like that, I'm using a lot of it. Uh, I usually... We'll just use the strong peacock curl. Yeah, got it. And I imagine too, right? It's because the closer you get to the eye, the the longer the barbules are. Um, it is so, and it's it's just a little bit fuller, and it just looks nicer. Um, and then when you're actually looking at those specific uh, pieces of peacock curl, um, about the middle two thirds of it is going to be kind of a sweet spot on it. The tips are really fragile. And then when you get closer to the end of it, the butt end of it, um, the barbell is kind of uh, thin out and it's just not as full. So like that middle two-thirds is what you're really going for to use. Yeah, and I, I love that stuff too. It's iridescent and you're right. Fish do love it. And, you know, remember folks, we're going to drop a link to uh, Britt's video and to the YouTube page for Norvice. And when you listen to this interview, you'll be able to click on the show note and go straight to it and You know, Britt, I know you and your husband are active on the show circuit. Where can people find you in 2023? Um, So in 2023, we're going to be hitting the Western Idaho Fly Fishing Expo, which is in Boise, Idaho. We're going to be at the Northwest Fly Tire and Fly Fishing Expo in Albany, Oregon. And then we'll also be at the Wasatch Tying and Fly Fishing Expo in Sandy, Utah. Uh, So those are the three we'll be at. Uh, Very, very neat. And if uh, folks wanted to follow your fishing and tying adventures, what's the best way to keep track of you? And I think you probably sell flies too. You want to share people website, social media links and all that kind of good stuff. Sure. Uh, yep. So we're on social media, of course, Facebook, Instagram. We do have a YouTube channel with some uh, how-to videos, tips and tricks, those sort of things, uh, which is Hackles and Curl. Our company is Hackles and Curl Fly Fishing. So we do custom orders. We tie a few orders for our local shop here in uh, the Valley. Look us up either by name or by our company. We're all over I uh, got it. And uh, what about on social media, Instagram, and all that kind of good stuff? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So um, either my, my personal name, Britt Davenport, or Hackleton Health Fly Fishing. Gotcha. And that's Britt with two T's, right? Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I really appreciate you making time to uh, to chat with me. And, you know, folks, we're going to keep bringing you these uh, these tips every two weeks or so from now until the end of March. You're going get, to get to meet uh, a new Norvice ambassador and hopefully learn some things that are going to make your wintertime fly tying a little bit more productive. And, uh, you know, while you sit there on the vice and enjoy your favorite beverage and tie up a few. And, you know, if you have a chance and if you're out on the West Coast and you have a chance to see Brett, I'm sure she would love to see you at any of the shows that she's going to be tying at. Tight lines, everybody. Tight lines, Brett.
Thank you.